Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. <laughs> we, uh, we made it. We did it. Holy shit. <laughs> holy shit. What year is it? It's 2021. It's 2021 already. Oh, my God. No, we're back. Real talk. I, I know it's been a long time since we... Oh, uh, it has been a long 2020. I think everyone can attest to that. We last recorded, when we last left y'all, it was March of 2020, just like right when everything really like the world stopped so yep it's nice to get back in here let's just reintroduce ourselves really quick uh you got myself tyreek here uh, and then of course the friendly neighborhood editor-in-chief uh jeff yeah jeff Hi. how you been man i'm i've been good you know it's been it's been a crazy 18 months 19 yeah. months at this point yeah. yeah so it's it's been a lot of fun i not a lot of fun but it's it's had its <laughs> ups and downs it's had its had its changes i wouldn't say everything has been negative not too much gloom well plenty of gloom and doom but yeah plenty of plenty of bloom too you yeah know? like yeah there, there were some some down parts and some big know, time some peaks yeah. and valleys yeah uh it's, i guess it's the the best way that we can sort of go about how that year how 2020 actually went yeah for the uh, most part yeah but i mean i mean just thinking back to 2020 i mean we last recorded march 30th uh, well, at least that was the last episode we we put out. Yep. Um, I'm sure we have some other stuff on ice uh, that we never put out, which to this point now just wouldn't make sense to put out. So wouldn't make sense to put out. Maybe we'll do uh, it for the Patreon people later. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> that that's that's our chronic uh, album. No, that's our uh, what is it? What was Dr. Dre's album that never released? Uh, shit, I should know this. Oh, God, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get destroyed by all my friends. <laughs> Damn. Uh, whatever it was. We'll figure it out. I'll figure it out one day. I'll Google it. You want to know? this. <laughs> my joke is, uh, you want to know the most important thing a doctor's ever told me? And they're like, what? And I'm like, bitches ain't shit. <laughs> a doctor told me that once. <laughs> greatest doctor yeah. of them all. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the greatest doctor <laughs> of them all. But, I mean, looking back to 2020, man, what, I mean, a lot happened. Shit. It was obviously COVID. Yeah. It shut the world down. Uh, and then... Like right toward the middle of 2020 was when we hit this sort of, I don't want to call it an awakening or like a, I don't, I don't know what, what better word to use, but I don't want to say awakening, but maybe, it, maybe it was a little bit, uh, with all of the, the racial tension, yep. um, in the United States. Uh, and then of course going deeper in, getting deeper into 2020, of course the election, Yep. there was a lot that happened a lot. Big time. What, what are your i mean you can start from any point from covid from you know the the, the black lives matter movement to the election wherever you want to start uh, just give me your give me your thoughts what what did you think of the wildness of last year um god man i mean for me i just had a lot of stuff happen to me personally like yeah. uh we went into lockdown in arizona and we weren't even first like yeah no we weren't. i think your people, Bay Area, was kind of the first to do like a lockdown, right? Uh, if I remember that correctly. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, it was the was my folks back home in the Bay Area or New York. Your people, I'm definitely gonna have to cut that out. The Bay Area, my Bay yeah, Area the, folks. The Bay Area. It was yeah. either it was either them or New York. Yeah. And I can't remember who got hit the hardest. Yeah. I know New York got yeah. ravaged and they shut down. Yeah. But I can't remember if. Uh, because we we know California incredibly yeah. liberal, so yeah, 
I, I, if I'm remembering correctly, I think they shut down and then New York shut down shortly after. Yeah. And then everything started just sort of, sort of this domino effect. But yeah, I mean, I, a little bit after lockdown, um, it was like seriously the next day, like they, they sent us home at work and that was like, I want to say a week before official lockdown. Mm-hmm. They they sent us home and they were like, okay, everybody's working from home. And I was lucky because I had the studio. So yeah. I still had, I didn't have to go home. I didn't have to be stuck in my house, which was cool at the beginning mm-hmm. because I had the studio. And uh, the day after, no, I want to say it was, it was like two days before that, uh, Bill died. Mm-hmm. And that was really hard because, again, he was the one that gave me, he invested in us, in yep. me, in you. Like, he heard a couple of our podcasts. He thought we were so amazing. Like, he ranted <laughs> and raved about it. Like, yeah. he was really, he's like, he had never watched UFC before in his life. And he heard one of our UFC episodes. I think it was the one with you, me, and Nick, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, he heard that one, and he's like, how much is it? And I was like, it's 60 bucks." And he called me like I helped him figure out how to get it on his laptop (laughs) and hook his laptop up to his TV. And he watched his first UFC because of us. Wow. And like, and I thought that was so, so that was cool. Like that is for me doing things like this. Yeah. Those are the kind of little nuggets that I'm looking for is like, I want one person to see what I do and see what we talk about and say, I want to do that. Or I want to experience that. Or because of you guys, I, my experience with this thing is different and improved hmm. and he did that for me and not only that he invested in us he helped us uh get the studio all that kind of thing and then uh yeah from there again it was cool having the studio but it just i kind of stopped going there because covid got worse and worse like going yeah. into the summer everybody's like oh yeah summer it'll calm down and it like and it got worse it got worse, worse. and uh everybody started doing lockdown more I mean, I really liked driving to work because it was only like six miles from where I was living at the time. Mm-hmm. And it was cool because there was nobody on the streets. Like I saw a coyote almost every <laughs> single day. Like there were all sorts of like animals and stuff that I saw all the time because like the streets were less populated. But uh, eventually I stopped going there and then I was on the verge of losing my job. So I had to give that up. Yeah. And I think giving up the studio was one of the hardest decisions I had to make in the past year. Yeah. Uh year and a half. They wanted to renew the lease and they were going to like almost double the rent in COVID. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when everybody was giving up office spaces and stuff and it's like are you guys high? Like what's what's wrong with you? Yeah, are you serious? No you want Yeah, it went from yeah, affordable to like, you know, just a little bit more expensive than it would be to store all my stuff to like way more than that. So I ended up giving that up, but it was good because it helped me uh, buy a house. So now we're, we're here. Like we're actually, we're in, we're in my house, (laughs) dude. Like, yeah, I mean, it's the house studio. Like I, uh, it, it was cool because even though I did lose my job eventually in August, I was able to get one by like, uh, mid October. Okay. Working for Google, which like that, could be a whole episode what i what i learned from working as a google contractor everything like i did advertising so basically how ads work yeah i could confuse the shit out of everybody that cares to listen to this for 30 minutes oh shit just talking about that so that is something that we should definitely talk about 
Oh, uh, 100%. Yeah. I, have, I have some thoughts on that as well. I mean, like, again, everybody's like, <laughs> oh, my, my phone is listening to me. Like, we were all sitting around talking about this thing, and, like, it's showing up in my feed. It's like, yeah. based on what they know about you and how they collect data, they don't need to listen to <laughs> your phone. And, like, again, we'll I'll talk about that more, but, yeah, yeah. that was – that didn't last very long. Yeah, I worked there about – six months and now I have a really cool job that I really like. I work with uh, one of my best friends. I work with Ryan yeah. who is uh, on chaotic neutral, which mm-hmm. is shout out Ryan. Yeah. Shameless plug chaotic neutral coming back soon. Um, <laughs> yeah, and also go. coming back soon. Uh, but yeah, man, that's uh that's pretty much been the year. Like, yeah. uh, you know, and now we're, we're sitting at almost September yeah. and everybody's like, you know, Delta variant, possible Dude. second lockdown. Yeah. Like UK did a second lockdown, right? Uh, or am I making that up? No, New Zealand did. New Zealand did. They, yeah. they did it all based off of, I think two cases, something like that. And they just straight yeah. up locked everybody down. But also they were the first ones to be like, you know, we have no masks. Have no, again. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Have concerts yeah. and they're shit. They're again, having fun. Know? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> they're yeah. over there doing what we wish we could have done back in, I don't know, October of 2020, and they were already doing it. Yeah, dude. I uh, don't know. Uh, some could say, some would say that that they probably handled it a little bit better. And then, of course, you come you come across the pond and exactly. Uh, but that's the different. thing: you have the pond. They just kept everybody out. <laughs> yeah. They were like, "Hey, said, sorry, we temporarily have no friends. Don't come. Like, we're we're closed until further notice." Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we we uh we don't want you here. Not that we don't want you here, yeah. but you can't come. You here. can come someday, but just right now, like no, stay like, home. Like, uh, yeah. no, that's crazy. No, it's, it's, um, it's, it's amazing to hear the year that you had, right. It, it, it's one of those, it starts out pretty tough and it turns into one of those blessings yeah, big um, time. in disguise. Right. The, and, and I mean, for me, it's one of those things where I'm not, I'm not super religious, but, uh, you know, I believe everything happens for a reason, right. Yeah. I think God makes things happen, um, the way they're supposed to. So I, I, that's one thing I never question dude uh so so it's awesome and you know i i think i i i don't i don't want to say i was one of the first people to congratulate you when you bought your house but i feel like <laughs> but, I, was. But I was so i was in the top five <laughs> i was i was right there no dude uh yeah. it's hard to make the sacrifices we did during covid save the money we did and then like have all like more money than i've ever had in a bank account ever in my entire <laughs> life and offer it all to a stranger for their home and have them say, no, somebody yeah. beat you by a thousand dollars. Yeah. Isn't Sorry. that, isn't that like crazy too? Yeah. That's a whole the, episode. Like I, I want to get a realtor in here so we can talk about the, oh freaking, God. the craziness that it's been. Wild. Right. Like, and like, yeah. 2020 was a wild year in itself. And to, to see, at least in Arizona, I, I, I don't want to, I'm not going to speak for any other state, but I know in Arizona, the housing market went nuts. Oh yeah. On in a year where people were being laid off at in a, at a record pace and at a record number, somehow people were also <laughs> buying houses. People were also buying at extreme houses. prices. Hmm. Unbelievable! What, is, what does that sound Unbelievable. like? Unbelievable! <laughs> Unbelievable! It, it was it was one of the craziest things that I had ever seen. And yeah. what was wild was because me and me and uh, me and my wife we were trying to buy uh, our house. Yeah. Um, and because we had, remember we had talked about it yep. and everything, uh, and it was. And we just kept seeing prices go up and up and up. And and we're like sitting there confused. Yeah. Like, how is this possible? Yep. Like, and they're just skyrocketing. It, yep. w- it was unbelievable. Uh, no, but I mean, the the year was wild, right? Uh, but again, one of those things where 
a negative turned into a blessing in disguise for you. And that's um, something I'm just super, I was super amped when you got your house when you closed and coming to see it and seeing the, uh, seeing the progress and, and everything. It's, it's awesome to see. Yeah. Um, for, for me, I, I, I think my year was sort of, I mean, similar to a little bit similar to yours, right? I mean, 2020 started, I had left, uh, the job that we had, me and you had worked together. That's right, dude. You left in December, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was, I was supposed to go to a different job that fell through. Unfortunately, we won't talk about, uh, the reasons why, but, uh, ended up with, uh, Did you fail a weed test. Uh, I wish, <laughs> I wish that was the reason I wish that was the reason because then I could have, I, I would have had something in my mind to know why. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I left the job that, uh, me and you had worked together, um, for a different job that fell through. Um, but it was a blessing. And again, this is all before COVID really hit, uh, Excuse me, because then I got an opportunity uh, with another company, awesome yeah. company, the company I'm with now. Uh, one of those things where, you know, the world comes a little bit full circle uh, when you create good relationships, good things come back to you. Um, but the company I was with laid me off. Um, there was like a mass layoff when yep. COVID really hit in March. And it was it sucked because I had just started. Uh, you know, I'm getting a, I'm getting a feel for the, the company in itself, my my supervisors, my coworkers. Uh, you know, creating just really good relationships, really picking up stride, especially toward the end of the month where I really started figuring out how um, I was going to do my job best. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, we that March where everyone's playing everything by ear, just yep. not knowing what's going to happen. I'm telling my, my clients that, hey, you know, the same thing that you, you were just yep. saying, hey, it's going to get better in the summer. Don't worry yeah. about it. Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to be fine. We'll be fine in the summer. Yeah. And then one one day we had like a a full company meeting and a tough conversation with the CEO. And I got that, I got that email or that, uh, that little ping from my boss and he had me jump on the call. And that, that was one of the toughest calls I've ever had because I, I mean, I'm, I'm 25, I'm still young. Right. But I've never experienced anything like this. Yeah. Um, in my life. So having that conversation with my boss at the time, uh, he's tearing up, I'm tearing up and it, was like he he was telling me he had never had to have this conversation with anybody and i'm young so i'd never had this conversation with anyone before been laid off or known what to do yeah so i get laid off and it was crazy that day was that was a heavy day um it was literally march 30th the day we put out our last episode um that i got the news that was a heavy heavy day and uh i was blessed enough to find another job about two months later yeah uh, but for two months, I didn't have a job. I had some money saved up, but other than that, was putting stuff on credit cards to pay for bills yeah. and everything like that. So it became pretty tough to get through even that two months for me. So I can imagine how it was for folks that had it for a lot, that had struggled for a lot longer period of time. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, after that, I got a new job with a different company that, you know, blessingly enough had taken it. I was really, it was really just supposed to be like a layover job. Yeah. I'm going to get this. I'm still thinking in my mind this was going to get better. Yeah. Uh, and it never did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm stuck at this job. Um, luckily, I made some really I, you know, developed some really great relationships with the folks at the new at the new job that I got after being laid off. And it, you know, it became one of those um, blessings where I was able to, you know, make friends because I'm still fairly new to the, the state of Arizona. So other than you and some of the other folks that we've had had on the show too yeah. uh, and those relationships and friends that I had, I'm still trying to gain new friends. 
So yeah. and then through quarantine, you can't go anywhere. So yeah, exactly. So, no, so like, you're really like, what do I do? Yeah, dude. And like, <laughs> that's a whole thing too. Like making friends as an adult is like, it's tough, man. I did not realize how dependent it is on going to a place and doing a thing. Yeah. Like, like we could still golf. Like I didn't really golf during COVID, no, which I, is like a weird thing. I that had no I idea didn't about do. golf. Yeah. And like, now, now you just now, got into golf. We, yeah. we can get into this. Yeah. And we can yeah. do a whole episode with this that's one too. A whole episode. <laughs> yeah. No, man. But like, that's, that's my thing too, is like, I didn't do that. I didn't like none of like, I met a lot of people through this, Yeah, you know, whether it be um, having guests on or talking to people about what we do and like, you know, going places and meeting people and pitching like, Hey, be on our podcast type thing. Or like, you know, Hey, I make podcasts. You have this idea for one. Let me help you make it. Like I've had that conversation with a bunch of people that I feel like if things didn't go the way they did in March of 2020, I would have a lot more shows and I probably would be doing that full time right now. Yeah. Um, just because of everybody I was talking to everybody that it was interesting to. And then, on top of that, with COVID, that's kind of the thing about the podcast industry. It got a lot better. Like, yeah. you know, initially, Bill Burr was just, his podcast was just him yelling at his laptop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just in the crappiest yeah. room of his house. It just, it sounded awful. Like, but it was still good content because, you know, Bill Burr. Like, yeah. there was a couple other people that just, like, started one. Or, like, a lot of people started doing like show reviews like i yeah. mean the office ladies that's uh yeah. yeah like two of the people yeah, right. from the office do one on that uh fake doctors uh what is it ah, fake doctors the one with zach braff and donald from scrubs mm. they watch every single episode of scrubs and they do a podcast about every single episode yeah so obviously i have heard every single episode of that <laughs> show because that's like all of my favorite things them and that show but uh, that's what I'm saying. There was a lot more great podcast content. And I feel like that sort of changed too. Instead of being a lot more amateur, kind of like we are, you yeah. had a lot more famous people trying to supplement their income during that time with yeah. a <laughs> with an amateur thing like what we were doing, <laughs> which is fine. Like, I mean, again, people got to make their money. Yeah, that was just... Yeah, that was different. It it was changed and the landscape. It, you know what I mean. And it, it was interesting to see the success of all these people. Right? Yeah. That even even uh beyond podcasts, right? Streaming. Yeah. Streaming got. I mean, it was already huge. We, yeah. me and you, I think me and you know the streaming world. Uh, we know how heavy that is. Um, but when you start seeing NBA players, yeah, and NFL players, uh, get into the world of streaming yeah. and they start becoming like gods at Call of Duty. Yeah. That's yeah. That's when you know you, it's things are are reaching a different level of uh, of popularity. Yeah. Um. And and the in this world, like, I mean, athletes are starting YouTube channels now. There's yep. They got streaming channels. They have podcasts. There, um. There are several NBA players. Um. Uh, CJ McCollum being one of them with pretty good, um, podcast with a pretty good podcast. Yeah. Uh. Albeit it's really just about basketball, but still, I mean. Yeah they're taking these opportunities and doing things that uh, you wouldn't have thought from someone of their stature, right? They already have a platform. They're football players, entertainers. They're doing their thing. Um, They don't need to do this. Yeah. There's zero reason for them to, but they can and they do. They, they found, they found 
the I don't want to say I don't want to call it a gap because there's not I don't think there's a gap in the podcasting or streaming space. Uh, I think there is a lot. I think yeah. honestly, it's actually a little bit over oversaturated, which yeah. could be a little uh, intimidating, especially for new podcasters um, that jump onto the scene. Luckily, like the Office yep. Ladies um, and some of those other, like Bill Burr, like they already have platforms so they can grow. Yeah, but I think we there was also this uh, just this increase of not like people that we didn't know who started podcasts yeah. and they became pretty big or pretty yep. popular. Cause all it takes sometimes is one take, right? Yep. One hot take, one something, one anything to get one, you know popularized on Twitter. One clip. And exactly. You know, now yeah. TikTok, you yeah. know, one, one clip gets pushed on TikTok or Twitter or Instagram. And all of a sudden now your, your podcast is taken off. And I think we started to see yep. that uh, with a lot of folks, especially during 2020. Cause what else can you do? I'm yeah. going to sit inside the house and I'm going to talk into a mic. Yeah. And, yeah, and exactly. And hope something comes I'm out. I'm gonna of yell it. at my laptop until <laughs> enough people tell me that they like my content, and then I might yeah. buy some equipment. Yeah, which like, was weird, right? Yeah, uh, we're, we're, we saw that, and then we were sort of on like the the opposite end, where I think it. But you know, life. I think life hits everybody a little bit different. Me and you, we had such vastly tough situations to have to situate through, uh, yeah. and then have and then refigure out if we're gonna keep doing this, if we're gonna come back. Uh, and think I'm, I'm glad we're back, uh, or like how we're going to do it exactly. when we come back yeah. or like, cause that's for me, I could have done streaming. We could have done some, like a, like a zoom call that I recorded yeah. something like that. But for me, I cannot stand when I'm listening to a podcast or watching like a YouTube show and like one of the guys sounds as good as you and I right now. Yeah. And the other guy sounds like they're on a phone is yelling at his laptop in his kitchen. <laughs> like I just I don't I again because of my background and everything I do. I, I need more than that. Yeah. And I, I can't I can't make myself put something out like that. And I don't know why that makes me sound like such a fucking snob. <laughs> now, especially now that I'm saying it out loud into the mic and through the headphones like it makes me sound like such a snob. But at the same time, dude, like. I like what I like. Yeah. I want what I want. And no, like, I agree. With I you. don't. <laughs> I agree. With you. I don't know. For me, for me, it's like I, I like, like I like I appreciated coming to the studio. Yeah. Or I appreciate coming here with you in in the house studio now, uh, to to see you and to interact and to have yeah. these conversations. Uh, for me, one because I like you. You're my friend. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I th- you know. Yeah. Uh, we're we're we we're friends. Out. We've yeah. <laughs> we we've we've built a relationship, right? So it to me it just felt weird if we had done it over zoom or anything like that. And then I just closed my laptop. Like, yeah, because we have so many, we have so many great conversations off mic, uh, yeah. post or pre like how many recording. times have we set the headphones down and we were like, Oh shit, we should have talked about that. Yeah, we should have, like, we should yeah. oh, we yeah. have, we have, we sometimes have better conversations off mic because we just, <laughs> we get down a rabbit hole and then we're yep. like, fuck, we should have just kept recording. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's definitely know, how man. it is. Yeah. And I, I can't, I don't feel that when I close a laptop, and no, then yeah. I walk out of my, my office at my house. Like that's no, I want to be able to see you. I want to be able to interact exactly, and have this conversation. It's just, it's not the same. Like I just, I like being in a room and again, I, I feel like we'll handle it a little bit differently. Like, again, I'm not going to have like every random person I can find come in <laughs> here and talk to us. But at the same time, like, you know, I would like to have people in here. I do again, I'm, I'm working on getting the technology to do that yeah. to where we can do a zoom call we can use the table TV to like, you know, look at people and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, like I, I want it to be 
100%. They sit across the table. 100%. Like, yeah. I, 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 we're going to get there. I, I'm mm-hmm. excited. I'm excited for what we got going on. Yeah. Uh, I mean, moving forward, moving through, I mean, back back through 2020, uh, other than COVID, I mean, like I said, there was there was so much that happened, right? Black yeah. Lives Matter, the election. Yeah. What What were your thoughts when we hit the summer? Uh, I'll give you my thoughts and then um, I'll uh, I'll roll over to you. Okay. The when we hit the summer um, of 2020, that was like when everything, like the world stopped, not because of COVID, but because of like the racial tension, I guess, big time, so to speak. Yeah. Um, in this country, and I think it, it was when, obviously, I think the catalyst, of course, was George Floyd. Sure. Yeah. Um, I can't remember exactly when was it. April or May? Uh, May, May twenty fifth, twenty twenty. Hitting in, heading into the summer. That was like it was the month heading into the summer. That May, right? Everyone's thinking COVID was going to get a little bit better. Of course, it was getting gradually worse, um, and a lot more severe. I think at that, I think right around, uh, and right around May, actually, uh, I think we here in Arizona had become like the hot spot state. Yeah, because we were hitting like nine and 10,000 cases per day at that point. Yep. Um, so it was bad. But when, when, when that happened, uh, it, it created this sort of, I never want to say divide. I always, I hate using that word. Right. But it felt like it created that big time. Um, and it, and then for, for me personally, it, I felt like, uh, my wife and I, we have a great relationship. Uh, we talk about a lot of things. We've always discussed many things. For those that don't know, uh, my wife is white. Um, I am I am black. In case anyone wasn't sure, <laughs> right? And in case anyone wasn't sure, uh, if you guys don't follow me on Instagram <laughs> and you weren't sure, uh, or you don't follow the uh, the podcast, please go follow it at TJA Podcast. Uh, but if you weren't following us, uh, I am black, yeah. uh, and my wife is white, right? And uh, we've been together for eight years, uh, a really long time. But more than that, we've been best friends. So. I, I like to, I always like to claim and say, uh, my wife is smarter than me. Um, otherwise I wouldn't have married her. Um, <laughs> and it's the God honest truth. That's safe. Uh, I'm very smart, Yeah. but she is by far tens and like miles yeah. smarter. Like I go Way to her for those things. You. No, that's fine. Uh, and I, pro- I should say that because that's going to get me out of trouble in many, in the future. I'll just be like, I shouted you out on the podcast and said, you're smarter than me. <laughs> it'll get, it'll keep me from sleeping on the couch one night. Maybe, uh, my wife and I, we have, we have a lot of these conversations. We've had these conversations before. Um, and sometimes uh, I think I think we didn't have a lot. And we all, at the same time that we had a lot of conversations, we didn't have conversations just because it was my assumption that she already was aware of some of the things like racially that we would go through as a couple. Right. Like if I walk into a store, I'll get the stairs. Sometimes she'll get the stairs because she's with me. Um, you know, and then, of course, she notices it now more than I do sometimes just because it's second nature. Uh, when we go into stores like Best Buy or anything like that I'm, and I'm followed um, sort of like sneakily and then I get asked if I need help 17 times uh, and then she'll get mad and be like, why are they at like why the are yellow they shirts? Keep an eye on yeah. you at the Best she's Buy. Like, she's like, yeah. they've, they've asked you that now five times. We've been in here for 10 minutes. And I'm like, so I'm like, because I'm I'm just so used to it, which I shouldn't yeah. be. I guess I shouldn't be. But uh now she's and she starts to get frustrated with it uh and when everything happened in 2020 it sort of forced um my it forced our hands to have that conversation together again more openly more honestly 
um, about those things. I think it opened up a lot of emotion with me uh, and with her and, you know, even other friends and family. uh, And it forced that conversation to have to come up, Uh, you know, how I feel, how, you know, my family feels, how her family feels. Um, How are, you know, what do you do in these situations? How are you feeling in these situations? Right. Um, It it, and it I don't want to say it became like a, a black versus white thing or a cop versus a black thing. But it felt like that. So yeah. it, it started to feel like, you know, what I had a lot of people coming to me or a lot of folks um, um, coming to me, asking me, does this really happen? And I go, yeah. But I mean, I didn't think anything of it because it's so second nature. Uh, do you get followed in the store? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's weird. Do you get stared at? Yeah, all the time. I get stared at all the time. Yeah. Uh, why do you keep receipts when you go to the store? Well, just in case I get asked for it when I'm walking out. So they know I didn't steal anything. It's just. Things like that become second nature, mostly because I was taught about it when I was a kid, yeah. and I didn't think anything of it. So it forced us to have those con- those sort of hard conversations um, in 2020, um, you know, through that summer, and it was tough. It was yeah. it was really emotional. I think there were a lot of nights where my wife and I had a lot of fights and arguments. Uh, I don't want to say fights, but just like heated debates about things, um, because I do care deeply about um, our police our police officers. So it's. And then also became me sort of threading this needle, right? Yeah. Who do I support? And, you know, I had, it It, it feels yeah. like you're, when you say that you support police, it feels like you think people are now thinking you're not for black people. Correct. Oh, well, you're, you're black, but you support police. You hate black people you hate because black people. you like police. So you obviously hate yeah. yourself. Yeah. Well, no, I don't hate myself. Yeah. I, like, I, I, I mean, don't. Yes, but not so, because of that. <laughs> right? <laughs> so... It, it's and it it got so hard and it was it felt like I was fighting like two sides and then I go mm-hmm. yeah well I am of course I'm pro black okay so that means that you hate police and you know and white people and blah 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 and I'm like well no I don't obviously not like my uncle was in the army I have I have such a high respect for uh, our men and women in, in the military my uncle was in the army I wanted to join the army uh, my wife was like. If you join the army, I'm leaving you. I was like, oh, oh all right. Okay, all right. Maybe I'll go to the police. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll join the police academy. Yeah. Then I found out I'm deaf in an ear. Uh, yeah. Well, I've always been deaf in an ear, but I found out that deeply hinders your ability yep. to, to yeah. go to. You have to be able to hear. Yep. And uh, I was like, I don't want a hearing aid. So maybe it's time to rethink my career. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, that's where I, I fell into sales. But uh, no, it, it, it just it forced a lot of hard conversations. It, it became real tough i have a group chat with me and a lot of my buddies from middle school that we all grew up together uh we had a lot of tough conversations in our in our group um we have a mixed group there's you know f- uh, three or four of us are black um uh, another one uh, another one of my, one of my best friends is asian a uh, couple of uh latino friends white friends um persian friends uh there's we have such a mix in my group chat and it became this open forum of conversation about what we thought about what was going on uh, and how we thought things could be better if they could be better. Um, yeah. Is the system really racist, right? Is is there systemic racism through the United States? If you ask me, I'm going to say yes. Uh, but, yeah. of course, I'm always open to have that conversation, i.e. the reason that we started this podcast in the first place, right? To have open, dialogued conversations yeah. about anything. Um, but some folks, will, some folks will disagree, and yeah. that's fine. Um, but it, it, it was wild. It was wild. For, for you, I mean, I, I'm... I know, and I know me and you had those conversations too, right? Like yeah. we've, we've had plenty of conversations over text, over phone. Uh, you're reaching out to me and calling me and I'm reaching out to you and calling you, seeing how you're doing uh, and all that stuff. So, I mean, 
I think my question to you is, you know, how did you feel through that time? Uh, did you feel different? Did you feel uh, hurt? Right. So I have, I have a better question, right? Cause I have, I have a lot of, of course, white friends uh, who started, I guess, what's, what's the saying? Was it white guilt? Uh, yeah, yeah. Quite <laughs> the, they they start too. they start feeling that after Absolutely. everything happened, yeah. and they start they start hitting me, they start hitting my other friends. Hey, you know what's? Whoa, I didn't know this. I didn't know this. Or yeah. does this really happen? And do, did you feel that, or in what what was going through your mind through all of that that was happening? So, I will say I've been feeling that since before, since I met you, basically since we started hanging out. Like, because honestly, I grew up in a, in a place where, I mean, straight up, dude, I was 29 years old before I knew a black guy, like, like really Really? knew a black guy. Like I had worked with some people like, you know, gone out a couple of times, whatever, but I was never like, Hey, come over. You and I are going to hang out one-on-one. Like honestly, until you, like all of my friends have been, you know, mostly look like me, but like (laughs) a little bit taller, you know, like. Um, and that's, that's really it. So I grew up in a, in a, in a place, in a state of mind where it was just like, ah, this is going to sound real fucking bad. You hear statistics yeah. and you see on the news and mm-hmm. it's just like, these are the people that do crimes mm-hmm. and it's a person that looks more like you than a person that looks like me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so almost comical because you get into this situation where it's just like you wake up in the morning and you're like, are we the bad guys? Like, (laughs) like, and that's just, that's kind of how it was. And I feel like that's probably how it was for a lot of law enforcement too, where it's just like, you look at these statistics of like, okay, how many people out of all the countries in the world, uh, how many people a year are injured by police? Yeah. And the USA is like up there. Yeah. It's up there. They're, they're first, by like a lot you know like the next three combined aren't even you know and it's just it's just you see things like that and i don't know again didn't really hang out with anybody until you so Mm -hmm. i remember specifically the the situation that changed all of it for me yeah um again i noticed little things like you know wallet in the front pocket like you know, stuff like that. You you never really had your hands in your pockets. Like, you know, you're sitting with your hands in your hoodie right now. But, mm-hmm. like, when we're out, like, if there's people around, you don't have your hands in your pockets. No. And that is, like, something that I don't have to worry about, and you do. Mm-hmm. And whether or not you have to is the thing that people will debate. Mm-hmm. But based on, again, my very brief experience, I feel like, yeah, you need to. And that sucks. And the other thing is, it's what can you do about that? Yeah. And it's like, I get some people's weird, like, well, I didn't do that to you yeah. mentality. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there is that. But also it's like, I don't feel like I can change the world. But at the same well, time, the the situation that really made it plain and obvious to me was we went to a Suns game. Mm-hmm. We were, were we walked around this corner, and we walked first, and we are a under five six white couple, <laughs> and we walked around a corner, and another couple white couple older was walking the other way, and they saw us, paid us no mind, 
and you and your wife walked around the corner and I saw the lady just like not really not really in like a aggressive fashion but she switched the hip her purse was on (laughs) yeah yeah that happens a lot and like I saw that and it was just like there was just a lot of unconscious happening yeah that was like I didn't even know that happened I actually didn't even know that. and that's the thing you didn't know that happened and at that moment you were unconsciously doing things like not having your hands in your pockets wearing a like dressing a little bit nicer than the occasion calls for like you know you do that thing and it's like oh i'm gonna be out in public i need to be a little bit nicer so like i am perceived as a person in nice clothes instead of somebody that's like so i don't get stopped or anything exactly like the idea is if you look raggedy and you know (laughs) like you're gonna get yeah you're gonna get you're gonna get looked at i think i think uh i did a lot of that i i switched a lot of that and i guess it is unconscious it was unconscious yeah when i moved here um because of course uh originally being from san jose california the bay area is pretty is a pretty mixed and and diverse place yeah um albeit i did also know just from personal from personal reasons i knew a lot of police police officers in san jose yeah um so there was like this sense of i don't feel like i need to worry about anything because one i know i'm not a bad person yeah uh, and i know i'm not doing anything so in san jose i was like okay I'm, i'm cool Moving here, and and again, it was, I think, now that I'm thinking about it, it was completely unconscious. I changed a lot of what I do, how I dress when I go out, uh, because I don't know anyone here. Yeah. Like, I don't know any of the officers yeah. here, so I don't have that sort of sense of security. You can't just be like, get... I know Scott, and they're like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, like, I can't, I, I can't, I don't have that, that blanket, right? I, yeah. I don't know a friend down the block anymore. I yeah. don't know who lives around the corner. I don't, I don't know these people right yeah uh this is a new state like if i'm driving down the street i don't know who's following me i don't yeah. i don't know those things uh so that changed a lot uh, what the a big factor for me was i was interviewing for the the job that uh we worked at um and i was in the, i'm i'm like dressed i'm in like i'm in a suit i'm in an interview suit and i have like a two-piece on my my dress pants my shirt uh my collar shirt i've got uh my resume and like a nice binder yeah um like you can clearly tell i'm there for a reason i had just gotten a haircut i'm very i'm clean shape i didn't have my my scruffy little you know half-ass beard because i couldn't grow anything at the time yeah uh and i'm in it so i and i go in and i go in the elevator and then you know i'm just trying to hype myself up from the interview and you know older white lady comes in and she sees me and i'm i always stand in the back corner of an elevator anyway i hit yeah. the button stand in the back corner she sees me uh, kind of just like a little bit wide eyed uh, and then it's like the, the clutch of the purse and then stands at the far corner, the far, the farthest corner from me yeah. in the elevator and then waits to get off. Yeah. Uh, and then even more awkward where we get off on the same floor going into the same building. <laughs> so that's even worse. Yeah. Right. And yeah. it makes me, it makes me feel even worse. And, I, and I, when that happened, cause that happened like right when I moved here, cause I'm interviewing for the job yeah. as I'm moving here. Uh, and I think that that happened and I was in in my mind. I'm just like, I got to make sure I don't I don't make people feel this way. Yeah. Uh, and then when 2020 hit, it was it was almost like I have to I have to now address all of these things that I've been doing unconsciously with people who didn't either didn't know. Yeah. Weren't aware or now want to know if these things happen. Yeah. So, so it was great. It was crazy. See, and it's weird for people like and now people that look like me 
are having to do that stuff. Like if that makes sense, mm-hmm. like honestly, and, and I've said this before, I feel like that's how Trump got in office the first time is <laughs> because like every single morning guys that looked like me woke up to Brie Larson or somebody like that telling us we're a piece of shit. Cause you know, cause of our demographic, yeah. no other reason, like just demographically yeah. you suck. Yeah. And that, that's how I was, there was a lot of that that was yeah, going on. That's, um, that's how he won the first election. That, yeah. that is why people voted for him because he was the person that wasn't going to let people talk about his friends that way. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> like and, in, a, in a dumb version of it. And it's just like, that is, that is what happened. And again, it is, it is a curve for people like us to accept that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's, it's very, and again, like, I, I won't lie. I don't feel like in like, in not as savage a way as people make it sound, but yeah, I mean, like, I, I look like this, so I feel like I start a rung up from people that don't. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's, that's not a lie. That's not an embellishment. That's not an exaggeration. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, and again, like, there, there are those times, like, like the white guilt you're talking about yeah. like that's that's i i feel that like yeah. that's real you know that like are, there's that are like uh what is it white privilege yes right? and the white privilege and the white complete overcompensation mm-hmm. um like the aaron paul videos like you know i'm not gonna make an i'm sorry video about it <laughs> but like i am gonna try and do better yeah. you know like i i don't think that it is right for you to do the things you do in public yeah consciously or unconsciously and i don't think it's right for people that look like me to do the things they do around you yeah. consciously or unconsciously in public. Yeah. It sucks. But again, the the first thing I can do is just not do that. Yeah. The first thing I can do. And again, it's, it's not a thing that needs to be ignored. And that's, yeah. I think that's what's important is like, okay, I I'll ignore it. I'm not going to do anything about it. I just, I see, I see everybody the same and it's like, well, yeah, there's a lot of that that happens. A lot yes. of people are like, "Oh, I just, you know, uh, I don't, I don't see color." That's the yes. biggest phrase, right? That I don't, is, that is exactly what I don't, all of our parents will say. Yeah, like, I don't, yeah. we don't see color. Yeah. You know, we we just want to raise you to be a good person, and that yeah. and that of one thousand percent, I'm never going to disagree with you on that. Yeah. I think it's uh, it becomes a thing, and I had this conversation with uh, with a lot of people actually. It, it's not a you don't see color, right? Because you have to. Um, no one is saying that you're not a good person or that you're not. Uh, a good parent or a good, you know, aunt or, a, you know, whatever it is. No one's saying those things, right? Um, yeah. It's the, like you said, just don't ignore it. You yeah. have to, because you have to acknowledge it to understand that it happens. Because yeah. if you, you ignore it, that means that you're thinking that it never happens, but it's going to happen. Correct. Uh, and so, like, with my with my wife, there was a lot of conversation, like, uh, the biggest conversation was when we have kids. Yeah. When we have kids, they're going to be perceived to the public as black. Yeah. So a lot of the conversation is, well, we can't just, you know, and, and originally my wife and again, my wife is much smarter than me. But with with this conversation, it was, uh, you know, I want our kids to just be good people. OK, I agree. You know, I, I 1000 percent agree. But there can't be the ignoring of the fact that the world is going to see our kids as black. Correct. So when they get that age, they have to be ready for what the world is going to perceive them to be. Right. Correct. If We have a boy. They're going to, uh, again, my wife is white, so we're going to have these mixed kids. So to the world, mixed kids are so cute. They're so adorable until yeah. they hit an age. Yeah. They hit that age, and now they're not cute anymore. Now they're, a, now if we have, if I have a son, he's just another black male. Yeah. 
So if he's walking out of a corner store or coming out of out of the street or he's driving somewhere, yeah, his his perception or his description, if someone were to ever call the police on him, is just going to be, well, he's a black male. Yeah. If he's interviewing for a job, he's a black male. Yeah. School, black. That these are the perceptions. So it's a th- it's making sure that they're aware and they're understanding of those things. Yeah. Uh right. And and it's never and I think the the toughest conversation about like white guilt or white privilege um a lot of folks were like oh I, you know i i was born you know i lived in apartments my entire life or i lived in a trailer i have no privilege sure yeah um that's not and i think there's a misconception right that's not what we're talking about yeah. it's the your ability to walk into a store and not be followed correct or not be asked if you need help five times yeah. or or not be not have a lady clutch her purse and get into a corner of an elevator when you know you're in there for an interview yeah i mean right? i would even say beyond that dude it's 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 not even externally it's yeah. internally like mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about that yeah. you know what i mean like i i will never feel like i can't have my hands in my pockets yeah you know what i mean like i i it, it's a weird it's so small but it is such a weird thing to think about yeah i don't have to worry about that mm-hmm. like and you do and I, and that's the thing it's like do you have to like probably not but also, it's best to stay statistically, aware. it is better for you to not. And you can't argue with math. Yeah. Like, actually, you can. Like, if, <laughs> if this past year and a half has taught us anything, you, you can, can argue, argue with anything. Math. You, you can, can argue, argue with almost anything. anything. Yeah, you can disagree with anything if you've read a Facebook article. About <laughs> it. Um, but that uh, is true. That yeah. is true. So it's just there's there's that part of it, and, and I think that's that's the big thing. Is like, yeah, I, I grew up in a trailer. I grew up in a you know apartment my whole life like i i never had there's poor white people too yeah like that's you know that they're not saying that like nobody's saying that like it's a different situation and again it's acknowledging the difference that's it's it's so funny because it's like you have to treat everybody the same but you need to acknowledge the differences yes and that's 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 the biggest thing yes and that's for for me that's it and that's where everything lines up to the point where you're starting to understand what's going on is if you understand that everybody is different and then use that to treat them the same. Because again, you will always have prejudices are real, regardless of whether or not you want to admit it, you will have a prejudice and you're going to have a bias. Exactly. In any situation. And it doesn't matter if it's, you know, if you even can get past skin color, you will get into like, dude, like if somebody walks in, I don't care what color their skin is. If they're wearing a Cowboys t-shirt, I think they're dumb. Yeah. I you know what I mean? You. Like, I there's, like, for me, immediately, there is no way that person is of high intelligence if they're wearing a Cowboys anything. Can't be. If Can't there's, be. It, you know, like. It it's may be just, one of the only things I agree with Stephen A. Smith on. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and, that's, and that's the whole thing is, like, now, do I know people that are Cowboys fans that are perfectly fine people? Yes. Do I know people that are Cowboys fans that are trash humans? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> but like, but that's the thing is like once there, you will always have that. And again, to deny that you have that, regardless of what it is for, is is not good. Yeah. Is not is not worth your time. Is not anything. And that was that was hard to learn. That was hard for me to. And again, I had a lot of help. Mm-hmm. And again, I probably could have leaned on you during that time a lot more. Mm-hmm. But it's like I also just didn't want to rely on you to be my black guy 
You know what I mean? <laughs> like my, you know, like, and that's like, I didn't want to come to you and be like, Hey, you know, let me ask my black friend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and then also beyond that, I didn't want to have conversations with people where I'm like, so my one black friend, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I didn't want to use you as my. It starts to feel like uh, I have a, a my cousin's sister's uncle's boyfriend's exactly. daughter's like, husband's is black. And then again, beyond <laughs> that, dude, you are you are one dude. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you I only are, have one perception, right? Exactly. Uh, I think much differently than a lot of uh, other folks. Again, I'm uh, I'm incredibly open minded. I think there's yeah. a lot of open minded people in the world, obviously. Um, yeah. But I, I like to see the perspective of most people before I go before I jump to anything. Correct. Uh, with any situation, police, uh, any any video that comes out or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I'm very. I need to know the rest of it before I just jump on Twitter and start blasting. Correct. Uh, blasting off tweets like I have to know. Yeah. But again, I also know my skin and I know where my skin can get me if I'm not careful. Yeah. Right. So uh, it, it's it's sticky. Right. Yeah. I I want to be perceptive to your opinions or to anyone else's what they what they think is happening yeah or their thoughts um but i also want them to understand where i'm coming from if i have a different view right? yeah or anything like that so it, it, it was tough it, it was tough i think it i think it opened a lot of eyes um it also it also allowed people to uh i guess I, what's the right word it allowed it, it allowed people to open their eyes but it also allowed people to sit further into the corner that they were already in correct so Either you had people back into, and on both sides, on yeah. both sides, not just one, not just the left or the right. Yeah. Uh, on both sides. Big there time. were, there were extremists on both sides that, and this, what happened last year gave them an opportunity to go further into the hole they were already in yes. or, or it gave them an opportunity to see a little bit of light and go, Oh, okay. Yeah. I see where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, and I'm always of the, everyone has an opportunity to go, Oh, Okay. I see where you're coming from. Again, the reason why we started the show is just to have open conversation about stuff. Exactly. Um, and I think everyone can get to that point if they allow themselves to be open to someone else's perspective. Well, yeah. And it's just because we, you and I, and we know each other, we refuse to be polarizing. Yes. And like, that's the thing. But I feel like a big part and a thing that we haven't really talked about in this whole thing, like whether it be this or any other of the divisive issues that have come up over the past year and a half. Yeah. The media has made it very polarizing. Yes. And like, and the other thing, again, I can talk to when we speak to, when we talk about Google on top of that, you see what you want to see regardless of whether or not, you know, you want to. Yeah. Like that's a lot of words in a row that make sense. And you like click that 15 second button and listen to it again. And it'll make sense the second time. Yep. But like it's, that's the whole thing is like you you just see more of what you want Mm -hmm. and my like my i don't want to say my dad yeah my dad fuck it my dad (laughs) my dad is like oh well i try and watch like the opposition news but like i get through like 10 minutes of cnn and i it's like i can't it's, it's just all wrong and i'm like well what do you mean it's wrong and he's like, well, you know, Tucker Carlson. It's like, God damn it. Dad. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. But like, that's the thing. It's just, it's very, it's very divisive. And yeah. the fact of the matter is, is, if I sit here right now and I tell you I'm a Republican, you assume things about me regardless. Like you assume that I think Trump won the election. Well, I, d- I don't assume those things, but most well, people would. Okay. Yes. If, if somebody, sorry, if somebody sits there and says, 
I'm a Republican. Yes, they you th- immediately go Trump. You 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 think things about them. Yeah. You think that Trump won the election. You think they haven't gotten vaccinated. You <laughs> think that they totally ignored quarantine. You think that they have totally like almost gotten in a fight with somebody for not wearing a mask in public when yeah. like there's signs all over the place. Yeah. Like you know you just assume these things about them. But, but then like, on the flip, if you say I'm a Democrat or yeah. I not I'm a Democrat, you say I'm liberal. Yeah. You say you I'm think, a liberal. You think oh, they're a Karen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You think they're going to fight you for not wearing a mask. Correct. Uh, you think that they're going to shove every Bernie Sanders take down your throat. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and you think that they think Obama's probably Jesus. Yes. Uh, and, so, they, so. and they want to take all of your money and redistribute it to everybody else that's not working and sitting at home and faking a disability. Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. No, I, I yeah. Yeah, that's that's that, no, that's how that's how it is. That which is why I always say like, I'm, I don't shy away from these things. Like when people yeah. ask me, oh, where are you? Uh uh, I I will always say I am independent, uh, and I'm probably I I would in some and in some cases I sway a little bit more left, yeah. and then in other cases I sway a little bit more right. Like it yeah. just it really just depends on the topic, right? Yeah. Uh, what if it's finances? If it's taxes? If it's whatever? What, like whatever we're talking about, I may sway differently depending on what it is. Uh, are we talking about? Uh, are we talking about defunding the police? I'm all honesty. I'm probably not going to agree with you. Yeah. Uh, are we talking about taxes? I'm probably going to agree with you, right? I don't yeah. want to get taxed. I'm I'm at a point in my life where I make uh, an amount of money that I don't want to lose. Yeah. Why would I want to do that? Yeah, like, dude. Makes no I, fucking sense. Yeah. This past <laughs> month, I made the fattest bonus check I've ever made in my life, and like half of it was gone before I could even spend exactly. it on whatever I wanted it to. Exactly. So like almost not. half, dude. Like <laughs> I like. I'm not rolling in it, dude. I drive a $5,000 car right now. Like, and that's, that's what I could sell it for. That's not even what I bought it for. Like I, dude, I like, I don't know. I, I'm not rich, but no. like I'm, I'm paying a lot of tax on yeah. some of this stuff now. Like so there's, there's certainly, know. there's certainly it's, these yeah. things where like, uh, I, I will say sometimes I'm a little bit more left and liberal leaning. And then again, I'm, I'm sometimes a lot more right and like conservative leaning. It really just depends on the view or the viewpoint. Uh, of the situation but i mean nonetheless there a, a lot a lot did happen yeah. uh kind of you know pressing forward again i, I still want to stay on 2020 just how the election went how do you think it went of course we're gonna you know this is probably someone listening that thinks trump won <laughs> i mean yeah <laughs> you know? there's people that think trump won and that's you know okay it's you know um, what's crazy is this was the most uh and i'm again you're you're not a lot older than me but you're older than me yeah uh you're, i think you think what you're one more election older than me yeah, uh, that's there we go. Yeah. So th- I ha- I can't remember an election that was this scrutinized. Did you ever get to vote for Obama? No. The first okay. time or the second time? Either time. No. Okay. Uh, yeah, no. 2016. No. Yeah, no. Yeah. Okay. I wait. Actually, 2016. Yeah. No, he, Trump, he was, Trump was Trump won in 2016. So 20, 20, 2008 and then 2012. No, yeah. no, I didn't. Okay. All right. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh my first election was yeah, Hillary and uh and Trump. Hillary and Trump. And it was one of those lesser of two evil types. Like I didn't yeah. I didn't want either of them. Yeah. Oh, um yeah. and then even in that situation, right, I could see where folks wanted uh Trump to win because it was a lot more different it was a lot different, right? He was going on sort of the base that he's not a politician. Correct. Um he's going to run it like a business, which for people making money would have been the best thing to do yeah and people were just again it was tired of business as usual yeah. like that was that was the thing and like 
I get that, dude. Like I was pretty, I, I, there we go. That's what I'll, that's how I'll say it. I statistically vote Republican. There we go. And I just saw with them trying to pass Obamacare, like I just saw, again, like, you know, a lot of people that wanted Obamacare don't like Obamacare the way it is. And the reason why it's the way it is is because like nobody wanted to agree. It was just, it was all about, it was very clearly about just not doing it. It it wasn't about, as opposed to making it better, as opposed to making it what would benefit the country. And I saw that a lot in the Republican party. So now we have this weird thing that basically all it does is make insurance premiums more expensive. Mm -hmm. Like for somebody like me, that's in my, you know, not high tax bracket, but is still <laughs> lucky enough to be in a tax bracket. Like it just makes my insurance more expensive. Yeah. Plain and simple. Yeah. Like, so that I feel like is a lot of the Republican leadership's fault. Mm. And Trump came in and he was like, I'm not going to do shit like that. I am immune because I'm a businessman. I'm going to run it like a business and I'm not going to do what these jackasses did. And yeah. I'm like, Hey, you know what? Sounded good. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. Cool. I'll I'll bite. Okay. (laughs) Four years of this. You got me. All right. Cool. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe. Oh, and then she's like, she's still married to that dude. Like, even though all that stuff, like, you know, okay. And then like, oh, this documentary comes out and like, she's adjacently connected to that. Yeah. Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it wasn't hard. You know what I mean? Like, it, it wasn't hard to to sway me that way now the second time we, we won't even talk about that but uh <laughs> the second time was tough right yeah so much had happened leading up to the election last year that i think was in my eyes unforgivable yeah right? some of the things that that trump had said well again uh, initially he walked in he talked to all these guys who weren't doing a good job he yeah. said you're not doing a good job and it was like hey they're not doing a good job he's right and then it was just like yeah cool and then you realize that unfortunately that doesn't work yeah. as a politician. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't, it doesn't get the things done that it needs to get done. Yes. And it makes people that look good hate him. Mm-hmm. Like Justin Trudeau, Canadian prime minister. If that dude doesn't like you, I mean, <laughs> you know, like he, he has done uh, whether it's real or, you know, manufactured by like his, his team he seems like a nice kind approachable guy that didn't like our president. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And there's more than one instance of that where it's like you have these, these nice people that don't like him. Yeah. And it's just, they did a good job. He went to war with the media and that was a mistake. Yeah. And he didn't have them on his side. And that's kind of the difference between him and Obama. Obama had them hanging on his every word. Yeah. Like, you know, and, Obama said good stuff that it was just like, hmm, okay. Yeah. Like, you know, when Obama talked, I cared. Great speaker. Yes. When when Trump talked, it was just like, okay, who in the room is going to ask us to turn off the TV first? Like, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. and that's you just. You felt like nothing was, nothing of value was truly being said. Correct. And it was just, it was hard to, it was hard to get behind. And yeah. again, like he, he went to war with the wrong people and that was the media and they just went out of their way to make him look bad. And there was nothing he was ever going to do to recover from that. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, it didn't matter what he did. And then on top of that, he couldn't get anything done because he had no friends on either side of the aisle at that point. The Republicans hated him. The Democrats hated him. 
didn't matter. He wasn't going to get anything done. Well, it seemed like it seemed like Republicans hated him up until election year. Yeah, that was when it sort of started. That's that's when it felt like for me, it felt like a switch had flipped on the uh, conservative side of the aisle. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, because, that's because they needed him and they didn't have anybody. Exactly. I mean, it's the same thing that happens every midterm election is, you know, like Obama was uh, McCain our best guy. No. Was Romney our best guy? No. Would they have been acceptable presidents? Yeah. Yes. But at the same time, they weren't going to beat Obama. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? At the same time, was Hillary everybody's best choice? Probably not. No. But, you know, like. She was who you had. You you dealt that's that card. You, that's who you. Same, same with this year, right? Yeah. Uh, same thing. No one no one truly wanted Biden. Yeah. Was Biden your was Biden blue team's best choice? Absolutely not. No. Was Trump red team's best choice? No way. But like. But he. That's well, who we got, and that's who we had to pick. Yeah. And what know? happened? And what happened on the on the right with with Trump was he he's such a polarizing figure. I got it. You agree. You always have to credit him for that. He yeah. he is a master marketer of of his of what he is right yeah. he can market the shit out of himself and that's what he does that's how he got to be as big as he he is that's uh you know how he became president the first time yeah um, agreed and that's how his base became the standing point for the republican party um this recent election right yeah they've the 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 conservative side of the aisle felt like they needed to back trump to get any kind of vote yeah right because Correct. if you weren't on his on Trump's side, you weren't getting votes. Yeah, and and we, and we saw that right. There were some Republicans who tried to get up and say, "Well, you know, I'm still going to be righteous, and I don't want to, you know, you know, support this guy," and yeah. they got annihilated, torched. Yeah. Yep. And that's and when folks started seeing that happen, they went, "Oh shit, yeah, we got to support this guy." Yeah. Uh, like like, and, and that's what happened. Again, I I don't like I don't like Trump. Everyone that knows me knows that. I don't like Biden. Everyone that knows me knows that as well. Yeah. It, it became, again, a second election, my second election voting, uh, a lesser of two evils. Who And not even a lesser of two evils, right? Just who do I think can actually do the job seemably well yeah. for the four years that they're going to be in office? Yeah. That's it. That's all I voted based on. Yeah. Who do I think is going to do the best job and not fuck something up? Yeah. Most likely, Biden. Either he, God forbid, knock on wood. Yeah, he's a little old. Yeah, he's a little old. Yeah, let's see if he makes it all four years. Yeah. He's a little old. Uh, God forbid. But I think he was the best suited, technically, technically the best suited candidate yeah, to hold office right now. Yeah, that's it. That's that's yeah. the only thing. Well, I, would I vote for him again if he somehow tried to go for a second term? Yeah. Would I vote for him again? Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. That it, it it sort of it was the the hand that we're dealt and you just sort of try to figure out how it is. But that's the thing, and that's to me that's awful. That that's that we are literally choosing the leader of our country uh, based on who we dislike a little bit less. Basically, you know. Yeah, that's not my my kids. My kids in the future are gonna ask, like, how was my first time voting? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, well, do I have a story for you? Yeah, exactly. So the year was twenty twenty twenty. There was a pandemic that had ravaged the country uh, and an orange guy versus a guy that looks like he can't stay awake for a speech. Yeah, correct. So, I don't know. Dude. Dad, how'd you do it? No clue. Guess what? Across the economy. (laughs) I like... That video lives in my mind rent-free. Oh, man. (laughs) 
Oh my god, it, it grows the economy. Grows the economy. It's good for the people. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's such a wild Benefits time. Benefits everybody. And Hurts no no. Oh my god. <laughs> and it, I don't oh know. Oh my like, god. And everyone's eyes were on this election, man. They counted. They recounted. They counted more after that recount, and then they counted again just for just to be safe. Yeah. And nothing changed. People telling me that uh, there's an algorithm. In the voting machines, yeah, that changes your vote from Trump to Biden, yeah, and it's just like people people genuinely believed that that yeah. there is that based on an algorithm, your vote can change, and yeah. it's just like that, that's not how it works. No, I, it's not. I forget what it's it was. Just, yeah. I'm not sure if it was a uh, an interview I saw um, or an article that I read, uh, but one lady was complaining about her vote said it didn't count. She was like, "Yeah, I mailed in my ballot, and then I went down to the the voting booth to vote." And then I checked my ballot online, which you can only do with your mail-ins because you can check the status of your mail-in. Yeah. And she said it didn't count. And she's like, that that's ridiculous. And in my mind, I'm like, that's, well, one, it's because you can't vote twice. Yeah. So if you, you mailed in a ballot twice. yeah, and then you went to the booth, you're probably going to count the booth because you went. And the one that they got, the, that they received from you in the mail, they're yeah. just going to void. Yeah. So, so and everyone's can, crying, oh, they, yeah. they, they, they didn't count my blah, blah, blah. And I'm like... You, 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 you literally tried to vote twice. Exactly, which is very, <laughs> which is straight up illegal. Illegal. Yeah. Um, and again, people just don't understand that. And it's just like uh, everybody that's just the the vote suppression, it's just like I don't see for me, I don't see that as necessarily vote suppression that you should have to prove that you're yeah. a citizen or something like that. Like, you yeah. know, I just, I don't. I don't understand what's wrong with that on the surface, but I understand that the idea is to keep certain people from voting. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, unfortunately, everybody gets to vote. Yeah. You know, like that's, <laughs> in a way, that's the point of voting. It's like, yeah. think of think of the dumbest person, you know. OK, now think of the smartest person, you know, the dumbest, is probably a Cowboys fan. <laughs> the dumbest is probably a Cowboys <laughs> fan. <laughs> The smartest is probably like a doctor or, you know, yeah. something. I don't know. Of course. Like the smartest person I know. I, I don't even know who I would say that is. And then the dumbest person I know. You stand in between those two people. All three of your votes counts exactly the same. The same. And, like, it just it kind of blows my mind. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you, you just scroll through TikTok, dude. Look at all these people doing the stupidest shit you could possibly yeah. imagine. All of those people vote and it counts just <laughs> like yours does. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it's, it's kind of, it is crazy, but it is the, the beautifully chaotic part of America yeah. is just all of those people get a say that is all supposed to be the same. Mm-hmm. So because voting, yeah. voting is supposed to be the one time where your, your opinion is supposed to matter, right? When you go yeah. into the voting booth or you mail in your vote. Uh, you were voting because you are trying to find a candidate that you think best serves either if it's local, your community, yeah, uh, and if it's on uh, the more wide stage, of course, through the through the the national election, yeah. uh, who who best serves your district, yeah, right. If it's senate, if it's presidential, doesn't matter. Who is better? Who is going to better serve your community and your your way of life that you think is best? Yeah, right. Whether I, that's whether you're on the right or on the left, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I straight up hated. Everybody I voted for, like yeah. all, all of my choices for uh, 
Senate, House, everything because of my district and where my address was registered. Yeah. I did not like a single one of my choices. Yeah. Either side. <laughs> like I just, I did not like. But that's what you had. Yeah, exactly. But that's yeah. who I had. And that's what you had. So, so then it's like, do I, <clears throat> do I vote red? And then that means I am pro-life and, you know, several other things like, you know, no gun control, yeah. all that kind of stuff. No gun reform, like, you know, no, 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 no. Or do I want all of my rights stripped away and given to the government and vote blue? Yeah. And it's just like, that's... <laughs> and I hate that it's so extreme like that. It too, is. Right? And, like, but the thing is... There's is no it, one in the middle. There's no one that's a middle of the road, sees both sides. Correct. Plays that angle. Yes. Right? Well, I guess technically Bernie's an independent. Like, on the, on the ballot, he... Lo- he shows up as an independent. But yeah, but that's just because the Democrats won't endorse him because he's like too yeah. much for even the Democrats. Even though literally yeah. everyone on every every young person basically that you talk to will probably say that. They well, yeah, because he says he's going to pay off your student yeah. loan debt and like that's all anybody college. needs to hear. Yeah, give you free college, which I'm not totally against, but I'm not totally for. It's one of those. Th- it's, it's it's real sticky. It's just crazy what it would do to the economy. Yeah, and we can we can talk about that another time. Yeah. But like that's that's a huge thing. Paying that off, what it would do to the economy, um, what making a degree free would do to the economy, what uh, having people in college until the age of 22 and not starting to work when they're 18 Mm -hmm. would do to the economy, like all of that stuff. And again, if it's free, you don't have to work while you go to college. No. Like think about that. So all of these jobs that are the lower end, you know, that you're supposed to have because, you know, they're flexible hours, you can go to school doesn't matter because why would you go to school if you're paid why would you work a job if your college is going to be paid but see that's the problem right because if even the jobs now don't pay you enough to even pay for half of a semester correct so like my wife works for a university uh i won't say it just because i I really i don't want to get get her in trouble and i'm not not entirely sure that's fine uh but she works for university and her university um for a semester is forty nine thousand dollars one semester yeah that means that two semesters is a hundred grand. Yeah. So when you have little Timmy that's getting ready to go to college and he has to help pay his way through college and he's working at Dutch Brothers or yeah. McDonald's or Chick-fil-A and he's yeah. getting paid 14, 13, 14 an hour. Yeah. Even that is not going to help him pay anything towards his college tuition because yeah. inflation is crazy. Right. Like back in the day, like my like my aunt's other family members yeah you know i went to or that old neighbor you have next door it's, oh when i went to college yeah. i worked and paid all of college and then bought myself a car while i was still in college well that's yeah. one because college probably was like a hundred dollars yeah um <laughs> when you well, were was when definitely were it has not been adjusted for inflation no right yeah. and it, it's and oh and then i bought myself a house it's definitely not the case now yeah, no. uh, all of these things aren't feasible the way they used to be back in the day and that's yeah. the unfortunate I, I think that's the unfortunate aspect of it right which is again we could probably have another a whole other conversation about this yeah uh, to not to not get down the rabbit hole though um it, it, it it's a struggle it's a struggle so Big that time. that's that's where it gets a little sticky but no i mean this this year was crazy 2020 was a wild and chaotic and also a bit of a blessed year yeah um right i think again like with with you um a lot happened and yeah. then you were blessed to be able to buy your first home yeah it's incredible uh yeah. right a lot happened with me and then i was blessed to you know 
I got laid off. I was blessed enough to find a job so quickly after. Yep. Uh, and then, you know, surprisingly enough, I had built the relationship so well that the job that laid me off called me to bring me back. And I yeah. went back because that's how good of a relationship that you that I've built with with those folks. Exactly. There. Yep. So it as wild as 2020 was uh, as chaotic, as eye opening as it was. I think it uh, I think it came with its favors and it came with its its, you know, its non favors, of course, as well. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think I trade it, though. I think 2020 is a year that I'll tell my kids about um, just as like a developmental year. You know, yeah. who how I became oh, dude. Me, you know, part me of me, right? That. How I grew, uh, the things you learned. Learning that I am an extrovert <laughs> out of necessity yeah. and out of self-motivation to be it when really like I had no idea how much I crave alone time and yeah. being by myself until I was forced to have it in bulk yeah. during quarantine. Like, dude, I don't know. Like crazy, right? Humble brag. But like when I go places, I'm kind of expected to like pick up the tempo of a room. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like we've met before. That's true. Like, you know, I'm that is whether that is an expectation set by me or by the people who I'm going to entertain, if you will. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's yeah. you are that's you a, are life of uh, the party. Yeah, and like you definitely are. I realized how fucking stressful that is. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I didn't really. It's tough. No, I didn't tough. realize that. Like, and I did this year, and yeah, I do things a little bit differently. You yeah. know, op- opposite of you, right? I think I thought. I th- I had this thought, and even my wife, that I was such an extrovert. Yeah. And then when we went into quarantine, I enjoyed the shit. Yeah. Same. Out of my alone time. Yeah. And when we came out of quarantine, I was still, I had like like uh, I think sometimes you would text me, and I'm not gonna lie, sometimes I try to think of an excuse so I could yeah, sit on my dude. couch and not hang out, uh, or other buddies that text me, and I'm like, look, I. I don't have like the social media anymore. Do you like, remember like when you could go out on like a Thursday night, a Friday night, a Saturday night, and then do a thing on Sunday with somebody else? Yeah. And not like, get tired of it. That's four things, dude. Yeah. Like I am one, two max yeah. on a weekend. Done. And like do not, you know, double down yeah. on my Saturday. If I do something in the morning, you leave me the fuck alone Saturday. Do not night. text don't yeah. text me again. Exactly. No. I'm I feel that way. Like if if I go out with you on a Friday night, uh and it leaks into Saturday. Yeah. I don't want to talk to you on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. like, yeah. Like, I figured that out. Like I, I used to think, oh, like alone time is cool. Like, you know, yeah. but I, I would love to, I'd like to be with my friends. And then we hit quarantine and then came out of quarantine. And I was like, nope, I want to be alone. And then yeah. maybe I'll hang out with my friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, like I had a friend have a small wedding. He had a rehearsal dinner on Friday night. Saturday he was he had his wedding and like we met up at eight AM and I left at like eight PM yeah. on Saturday and it's just like I missed the shit out of those guys. Yeah. And after that twenty four hours, I was like, Okay, I'm I'm good for a yeah. little bit. Yeah. <laughs> like, like solid. I don't need to talk to anybody. Anymore. Like that sucks. I'm I don't solid. like that, but like I don't know, man. It was just kinda like this weird thing where it's like, fuck, like <laughs> I don't know like yeah I it, it's it's crazy how I I feel differently as a person and again yeah. it's just it's because of a lot of things it's because of just 
the forced alone time and mm-hmm. the forced having to, you know, be able to occupy yourself yeah. with more than just a bunch of dark thoughts. Yeah. And, it was tough. you know, yeah, that, exactly. That was tough. Yeah. And also just finding your happiness in yourself and what is in your immediate vicinity. Yes. And once you do that, it's kind of this weird, like, well, maybe I don't need all these other things. And it's like, mm-hmm. it saved me a lot of money. I mean, you know what I mean? Like not going out, not going to like, I mean, my alcohol consumption has gone way down in the past really? year. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Like, cause I don't really drink by myself. Oh, that's like, true. Actually, I'll, I'll admit I, mine, mine went, mine went way down and then it plateaued. Yeah. Like where I, I got to the point where like, uh, Trulies and White Claws are just like juice. Yeah. So like after work, I have that. I have like two or three of those because it's just, just, I think honestly, because I'm like addicted to like you just like bubbly. how they taste. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's either that or we buy a lot of sparkling water now. Yeah. So, oh yeah. So. Big time. Like sparkling <laughs> water. Cause you just get sick of regular water. Yeah. I yeah. Need, oh I need yeah. That little bubble flavor yeah. in there. Oh yeah, man. Uh, no, but I, I, that's crazy. Oh dude. I guess we can, since this is kind of going to be a quarantine episode, did you do anything? Did you make bread? Did you, what'd you do? Um, what did I do during quarantine? I watched the Marvel Cinematic Universe in chronological order, yeah. right? Like the order that it that technically it's supposed it to happens go. in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did that. Um, what else did I do? I turned myself on to golf, uh, and it was weird because it I was just bored. <laughs> one day and I was like, ah, oh, yeah, you know what, whatever I'm going through. I was scrolling through YouTube and this is when I had gotten laid off. Right. So I yeah. had two months of just nothing. Yeah. Uh, sitting on the couch, uh, you know, feeling sorry about myself watching videos on YouTube, um, and found some like golf tutorial. I think it was like how to, how to best swing a driver yeah. or something like that. And honestly it, had, I, it had accidentally played cause I missed the, the whole skip like next video thing yeah because uh, after one video was finished it skips to another one and you start getting down wormholes and, and then stuff. you see these guys bombing 300 yeah. yard shots and, and you're like oh okay. it's this uh it's it was this british dude i think he's british i assume he's british because his accent um uh rick shields uh he's on okay, he's on yeah. youtube <laughs> uh yeah. love this guy he's just you know how to how to hit a driver and yeah. I, I have a terrible <laughs> accent but and he's just hitting it and he was like he was super likable too yeah. i'm like wow this is kind of cool and yeah. he's just you know hitting it you know then i start going down his videos you know how to do this uh golf for beginners yeah. uh, where to start what to work on and then i was like oh shit this is kind of cool yeah and i started watching golf yeah and that was that and watching a whole lot of movies became the biggest thing that i did during yeah. quarantine honestly Dude. uh what was wild too was i had you know my first year of marriage was through quarantine. Yeah. So it was a lot yeah. of that and a lot of... <laughs> That's funny, dude. Yeah, yeah. A lot of being stuck with the wife. You had an 18-month honeymoon, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, a lot of being stuck with the wife and learning... I mean, again, we had been, we've been together eight years now. Uh, but we did a lot of learning yeah. just together. Who I, I learned a lot more about who she is, what makes her tick what bothers her and she and vice versa she learned about all of those things for me in the same yeah when we need that time apart which is tough because you're in quarantine yeah so it's like all right you go in this room i'm gonna go in the office like you watch your show i'm gonna go play a video game yeah and we try to space it out so it was a lot of that uh what about you yeah man i mean i lots of tv like you know lord of the rings 
Um, I was just on the verge of trying to find a Spanish version of Scrubs or The <laughs> Office so I could like <laughs> learn Spanish that way. Dude, what like, a perfect way. I know. Like, and, and you learn all the words that you use anyway. Like, oh, of course. You know, like anyway. But uh, I thought about that. That was a thing. That was a trend I saw on uh, Instagram that I almost did, but I didn't do that. Damn. And then I got super into like I, again, saving a ton of money, like my fucking miniature painting. Again, like I always try and find the stuff that is like top shelf nerd and I just do it to like of course as high as possible like again all of our other podcasts are D&D adjacent (laughs) podcasts like those are my favorite ones to do and again that wasn't for me that wasn't really fun to do over zoom because of the clunkiness of zoom and all yeah and you're playing too exactly yeah um but no I got super into miniature painting again like I and I say again because I did it in 1999 and uh yeah 1999 wow yeah I was young i was like barely 10 you were when, 10 yeah man when i when i did that and uh i was four yeah you were four yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly so <laughs> uh so i kind of like i just had some of my old stuff i had bought some stuff like in mid 2000s like late 2000s when i was like an adult and i had money and i was like oh i'll buy yeah. this stuff because i'm stupid you and i have a credit yeah i have a i have a credit card now like yeah. you know the star wars legos haven't been created yet um but uh <laughs> Yeah, and so I I had some just laying around, and then I kind of like looked at it online, and I saw a couple things, and I was like, those are super badass. Mm -hmm. And like I bought some, and then I bought more, and then I bought more, and then this dude was basically selling the remnants of a store, so I bought like a literal pallet full of this stuff, and then like I was slinging it online, like selling it, buying and selling like you know, new stuff. And then I just got into painting and I got, they like, look good. I got, you know, and then, so once you paint a bunch of stuff, you have, they look you, good. You obviously have to have a lighted case. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, of course. So yeah. So I bought the Ikea case. I, you know, <laughs> I experimented with led lighting and now, you know, I just, here I am. Cause it's super intricate too, because yeah. they're small pieces. These yeah. aren't, oh, these yeah. are not like, I, I know you guys can't see it, but these yeah. are not big pieces. No. So to be able to do it the yeah. way that you did, it takes a lot of one patience. Yes. And just time. Time, which I had a lot of. That's true. That's true. We all did. <laughs> which yeah, we true. all had a I, lot I, I forget. of. I so sometimes forget that. I didn't break, bake bread or anything, but, you know. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, did, I didn't bake any bread. I, I watched I did, a lot of shows. That was yeah. pretty much it. I did watch Tiger King, you know. Oh, yeah. of course. Of course. I we think, had to. I think we could straight up have a full episode on, like, the last two years of TV and, like, you we know, could have one on just yeah. Tiger King. Yeah, I mean, honest. I, like, honestly, yeah. Like, and then all the stuff that's like outside of the actual show. Like, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> how man. no one else is in jail. Yeah, yeah. no one else yeah. is in jail. Yeah, yeah. How, I won't. Yeah, I won't go crazy down that wormhole. But that yes. that was wild. Yeah, and how he full blown thought that Trump was going to pardon him until the last day of Trump's presidency. Dude, you know he rented a limo, right? I did not par- know that. That's oh, wild. Dude. Yeah, parked outside the parked outside the jail because he legit thought on his last day of his presidency trump was gonna pardon him that's the next level i know i'm getting out yeah and then you don't yeah and then you don't pay for that dude i don't he did how did he pay i for don't that? know dude, who knows man like again a few chocolate bars a couple yeah. packs of top ramen exactly you, you know to the commissary dude, <laughs> yeah. that, that's what he, he did he's got somebody on the <laughs> on the outside you know that's how like, he paid for yeah. that somebody's managing his money oh man. i mean all that money for that show didn't just go nowhere that's like, true you know what i mean? I, I assume yeah somebody <laughs> I, I mean if he still has a family i assume that 
and his merch, paid for you that. know, like, oh I mean, God. yeah. Yeah, that he is a polarizing figure in himself, yes. in himself too. Oh, I hope yes. someone pardons him just because I want a sequel to that show. Oh yeah, I just want to know what happens. Absolutely, uh, Tiger King in prison or something yeah. like that. Uh, before we go, uh, I mean, we talked about a lot, a whole lot of twenty twenty stuff. Really, just getting back to uh, learning about what we did, what we, what our thoughts were, our takeaways. Right, um, kind of going back to what you mentioned, uh, just like a quick little check in, right? Just like a mental health check in. I think twenty twenty was a huge a huge year for mental health. I think it became, um, a spotlight for a lot of people. Um, yeah. especially because we're in quarantine. Um, you start to learn things about yourself. You start to figure things out about your spouse or, you know, your friends, your family, folks yeah. that are struggling. Yeah. Um, you know, being stuck in the house by yourself takes a lot of sitting and thinking internally. Yeah. How, 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 how are you feeling after getting through it? Uh, how were you feeling then and how are you feeling after getting through it now feeling better uh you know the same you know where are you in the beginning i felt real scared mm. i didn't want to uh i bought into all of the hype of you yeah. know we got to hunker down we can't go anywhere everybody's buying everything i didn't buy a lot of toilet paper <laughs> but i bought more than i normally would have Oh um, man! You know, like I I used hand sanitizer all the time. Like yeah. you know, yeah, it was it was pretty scary. But like now, I mean, like I don't know. Are we gonna say if we got the shot or not? I don't care. We say that. Okay, so so I did, um, but I also I got COVID. Like I don't. Did you at all? I didn't get it. Yeah. So I no. I got COVID, and it was I had it. I was sick for about for almost a full two weeks. Um, then I got the shot and then I genuinely feel like I've gotten it at least one other time really? since then for like a day. Yeah. Wow. Cause I, I was exposed to it and I felt real bad for like a full day. Like, oh, I don't wow. know. I didn't, and then when I got my second shot, I felt real bad. So like, okay. I, I felt like that. Well, the second shot does yeah. make you feel bad typically. Well, I mean, right? for some people, yeah, right. there's other people that are like, yeah, no big deal. And like, I, I know other people where they were like, yeah, like my joints kind of hurt for like a day. No big yeah. deal. I was like, it knocked me on my ass for a full day. Same. Like, uh, and then I felt like that again when I got exposed, like I, I was feet from somebody for most of a day oh, wow. that, that had COVID. Okay. Um, and, uh, it's like, I, I felt, awful for a full day but again like we went we got rapid tests like yeah. it was at work um and a bunch of us went got rapid tests mine came back negative okay and uh so i didn't have it but i definitely you felt i definitely like you felt like you that felt like for did. a good yeah. 12 hours yeah like yeah so but you feel better now oh yeah I, I feel fine now like no lasting effects for me like i like there's people that work in my building that are like yeah i still i got really? it almost a year ago and i still can't smell Wow. Like my, my taste goes in and out. Like I still can't smell, Yeah, you know, fervently against getting the vaccine. Like, cause he's like, well, I already got it and it already fucked well, me up. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's um, crazy. You know, a couple people in my circle in my industry that died, um, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And it's just, it, uh, it was scary, but I think now I am just, 
I wore my mask all the time. Yeah. I, I washed my hands. I stayed six feet away. And I, I still just, you know, people are gross, so I'll probably still stay six feet away. Yeah. But the thought of wearing my mask again, as much as we were. Don't want to do it again. Genuinely pisses me off. I don't want to do it again. Yeah. I'll be honest. I do not want to like, do it again. It's, that's so shitty that that's like my mentality. But like I straight up, I just don't want to wear a fucking mask. Yeah, I like, don't want to do it again. I was, I, I'm, I'm in your boat, right? Yeah. I, I abided by every rule. I, you know, I did what was told to me to do. Exactly. Cool. But now I don't want to wear it. I yeah. got, I got the vaccine. If I have to get a booster, do I want to get it? No. Cause I have, I also haven't had a flu shot in like 10 years. Yeah. Uh, but I'll get it. You know, not that we're comparing COVID to the flu. No. Okay. Not, not that I am, but I'm just saying, like, I don't normally, like, it just, like, to put it in perspective, like, I don't normally go to the doctor Correct. and get shots or anything like that. Yeah, so, get to a do booster, this was already like, annoying. Ah, yeah. man, I don't yeah. want to get a like, booster, like, but why don't I want to get a booster? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what's wrong with me getting a booster? Right? I don't know why I But feel at that the way. same time, it's like, I don't know. I, I, I feel this weird, like, and again, not that I'm opposed to any of this. And again, like, I don't, I don't know. I think it just, it made, it ran its... I don't want to say it ran its course. That's a terrible thing to say. Yeah. Um, but it got to a point where you start to feel like, okay, I did everything that was told to me to do. Yeah. And it's still not getting better. Uh, you know, be- yeah. you know, there's, there's two, uh, uh, again, one of the, one of the issues through 2020 and even through here, uh, through now 2021, one of, this is one of the figures that has been so polarizingly, divisive right it, like this topic the vaccine COVID, everything has been so political it's been so divisive um a topic that in my opinion shouldn't be as politically or, or as political or as divisive yeah, as it is but it somehow is that's a really uh, weird thing about it for me too yeah so i think that's what but that's what bugs me right is like i did everything i was told to do yeah. i did it for how long you told me to do it i got the vaccine like you told me to i'll get the booster when you tell me to i don't want to wear a mask anymore like i yeah. i did everything else Right. I, I think that's how I feel. Yeah, and I mean like that was when I got it. I I got it in like July. Um and same thing, dude. Like yeah. I, I was very careful. I yeah. I didn't go anywhere, really. Um I wore my mask everywhere I went. Um I washed my hands more than I ever have in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um and I only really saw people that were in a very tight circle of family and a couple of friends. Yeah. And I was working from home. And I still got it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was just kind of like, okay, well, now I got it. Yeah. I had it. It sucked. It was awful for two weeks, but yeah, I've had it and I survived. So I still have to do all this shit. <laughs> like, like, yeah, like, no thanks. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm, you know. Yeah. But, but mentally, you know, on a scale of one to 10, right? Where would you say you are? Where would you say you were then? And where, where are you now? Oh, at the beginning, I was a nine. Again, not crazy. Again, I didn't I didn't buy that much toilet paper. But um I would say beginning I was probably a nine, eight and a half, and now I'm like maybe a four. Like okay. I just and mostly it's just because I don't like ten being the worst and nine and, yeah, and one being exactly. the best. Exactly. Yeah. Like I'm just just to clarify for the folks. Yeah, like not worried about it at all. Like one, like I'll straight up I'll lick a fucking handrail in a subway. <laughs> no. Like but uh and then ten, like I still haven't broken quarantine after 18 months like yeah. no i'm i'm not that like again i just yeah i like top golf too much dude like, oh, that's yeah. just plain and simple yeah. but of course uh, <laughs> of course no i mean definitely uh, more than top golf but like yeah like i just don't want to and not to use that term but i don't want to live in fear yeah 
Like I, I hate how they were using that in the beginning, but yeah. now I'm kind of like, I'm there. Like, I don't want to just, yeah, I have to do something. Yes. Like I cannot just stay inside for the rest of my life. hundred percent. agree. I can't just not see the people I love. Yeah. And again, at this point, everybody I know has had it or been exposed to it and come out on the other side. And you know, it just, yeah, I'm not as afraid for my big thing was I didn't want to be a person that got somebody else sick. Yeah. Which is why initially I got vaccinated. Yeah. Like, because again, yeah, I've had it already. Yeah. Like, you know, I probably have antibodies, all that kind of stuff. But like, I don't for any purpose want to be the person that gives it to somebody else. Yeah. And now it's just weird how much less I care about that. Yeah. Because again, everybody so I know happened. is, yeah, is either vaccinated, had it already, or doesn't give a shit enough that <laughs> there's no possible way that it could be traced to me yeah. if I gave it to somebody. Yeah. Like again, it's it, yeah. and again, I I hate to again, I hate to say it. It it just feels like at this point it's run its course. Yeah. F- min, like uh, it's like a mental checkout. It again, feels like it and, ran its course. And I agree with that, but I don't mean that in and I I know you're probably on the same page as me. I don't mean that in a way as no. I'm not going to do anything about it anymore. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, not at all, not at yeah. all. Uh, it just, just mentally, right? Like when you when you go through it all, it it's it's really fatiguing. Yeah. Right to do it all and still be told, yeah, we think you're gonna have to do it again. Yeah. It it's a lot yeah. to put on yourself mentally. So I think I think when we started in 2020, because uh, I I'd, I'd gotten laid off, um, yeah. I didn't get COVID. At least I don't think I did. Um, I, I don't think that I did. Um, I do know for sure. So, uh, my wife's sister lived with us for, uh, for a bit of time through 2020 Yeah, and she got it. Yeah. Um, while she was living with you. Yes. We made her, oh, we, we, we made her, uh, she went to a party. She's in college. She went, she went to a party. Um, I'm not going to name her name cause I don't want her uh, to feel called out or anything like that, but, uh, you know who you are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what you did. <laughs> um, no, she went to a party, uh, and that's. Uh, I mean, me and me and my wife didn't care. Dude, she's in college. We're like, whatever, do your thing. Yeah. Um, we we trust her, and she hasn't given. She's never given us a reason to not trust her, right? Um, yeah. She went to a party. We're like, whatever. She had been quarantined with us for so long, and she's like, and she was going. It was her freshman year at school. Yeah. And we're like, dude, I don't. And we're. You don't want to feel like you. We we didn't want to feel like we kept her. We're like, do your thing. Like yeah. we're not gonna tell you what to do. You do you. We trust yeah. you. And she got it. And uh, we made her quarantine in her room. Uh, that was a tough two weeks for her. But uh, <laughs> she yeah. watched a lot of TV. I think the only symptoms that she had, um, she was super tired all the time. Yeah. Uh, and she lost her sense of taste and smell, um, for like three weeks i think or something like that that's crazy um so like i would like we'd make dinner i'd put it on like our bar stool and put it next to her door and then yeah. text her when i left her door and like hey your food's there yeah um no but she was a trooper uh dude she was uh she was the only person directly connected to myself or my wife that got it um like in our close sphere at that time um yeah. but other than that I, I don't think that we got it there was a moment in january of 2020 where i got super sick for like three weeks, I couldn't yep. do anything. Couldn't, I couldn't hold food down. I was tired all the time. I didn't get out of bed. I had the sweats, high fever, was yep. thrown up. And I felt like once COVID hit in March, me because my wife got sick like that too. 
Um, it was like back to back. She got sick first for like three weeks. Then I got sick first for like three weeks, which is yeah. weird because we're both two people that never really get sick. Yeah. Uh, and if it is, it's like it's quick. Two, yeah. two, three days max. We're back on our feet. Same. Uh, and we were just destroyed. Yeah. And when COVID really hit in March, we were like, did we have it in January? Yeah. We started thinking and started uh, going back and everything. But uh, when it when it first started, I would say I was probably a, a nine. Right. Yeah. I didn't want to go out, door dashed everything. I yeah. didn't want to talk to anybody. I don't want anyone coming in my space. I yeah. was washing my hands, wearing a mask, doing everything. Uh, and I would say even closer to probably like a 10, just because when I got laid off, it was tough. Yeah. So big I'm time. like, fuck. Like, like you don't want to go somewhere for an interview. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. It, it was, it was hard. Which uh, like I did that. Like I, I straight up never met a single person, never met anybody physically in person until I got a job. And this was like, this was like late. This was like November yeah, ish. Like, yeah. So that was, that was pretty crazy. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, and that's, it, it's nuts. It's like crazy. you, you think about going to an interview in the middle of a fucking pandemic and you're <laughs> like, what the, f- what, yeah. how can I do Which this? Is crazy. Like, it, yeah. And it, it, this was the first experience where I had, I mean, I've had phone interviews before, but when I got my new job two months later, uh, after getting laid off, everything was over, um, everything was over zoom. Yeah, and it was like my first real experience doing this. I was like, "This is kind of weird." Uh, and then after, I mean, I would say now I'm probably, I'm like you. I'm I'm probably like a four or three. Like I won't go to a concert. You know what no. I mean? Like it'll probably be a while before I go to a concert. No, yeah. I'm iffy on a movie. Like actually, I'm only because I'm a huge Marvel guy and I need to experience that IMAX feeling. Yeah, I would still go to a movie, but yeah. that's it. Only to Marvel movies, and that's about it. I'll probably ditch work on, like, a Wednesday and go see it. <laughs> like, honestly. Like, Shang-Chi like, is coming out. Yeah. I'm I'm going to see that in the theater. My wife will hate me for it because I've dragged her to every Marvel film that there has been so far since we've yeah. dated. I'll straight up go by myself, buy every seat around me, just, you know, because stacks. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, just on a Wednesday during the day and just chill. Yeah. Like, that's probably how I'll see that. Exactly. Um. But at the same time, like, again, dude, I, I want to go, like, I, I want to go, like, I, I eat at restaurants again. Yeah. Like, I, um. I missed that. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't know how much I missed that until yeah. we couldn't do it. Yeah. And me and, me and my wife are, like, looking at each other and we're, like, like, making dinner at home is, is cool, of course. Yeah. But after. It saves a lot of money. A ton yeah. of money. Oh, yeah. Saves, oh, God, it saves so much money. But then after a while, we're like, we just want to go have like a, a margarita or yeah. just go sit. And I, like, we never, we never sit at bars anyway. Like we never did. Yeah. Uh, we'd always try to get a table. Um, uh, so, but just, just that feeling of going and sitting across from each other and just talking and having a drink, yeah. not in my house. Yeah. Not <laughs> in my house. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> that was, we missed that a lot. I so. want to drink something that's not water yeah. and I want to not be in my house. Yeah. Those are like my two check boxes and that's yeah. it. But yeah, yeah I, I would, I agree. I'm like a, 
like a, a four. Like I'm, yeah. I'm not going to go actively do something to make it hard on people. Or yeah, like I'm not going to go to an orgy. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's totally out of the question. Um, unless the opportunity yeah. is there, then of unless course, but everybody signs a thing that says they're vaccinated. And yes. even then, yeah. Yes. That's, that's when you go because you know, it's safe <laughs> because you know, it's safe. Yeah. I don't care about anything else. Like, like I probably want, it'll probably be a while before I go to Disneyland. You know what I mean? Like something like Dude, that. We'll see. And I'm, I'm actually, and this could be a conversation for another time too, but I'm, I'm going we're going because we yeah. finally because again our first year of marriage was through the pandemic yeah so we didn't get to really do anything or have our actual honeymoon i won't go to disneyland on a weekend there we go okay so we're going we're we're going on in october yeah uh but so i think need to do your fun husband and wife shit yeah, yeah. Uh, i'm going to go buy a lightsaber of course because why wouldn't i yeah uh custom make that thing yeah. Um, I'm also going to get that uh, Infinity Gauntlet uh, cup holder because I, of course, because yeah, um, why wouldn't I? Uh, <laughs> but yeah. no, we're go- we're going. Um, they have like the rule, the mask rule, and everything like that. That is one of those things where even even though I'm outside, I still get a little weary. I will still get weary about that. Yeah. So I I then will wear my mask and yeah. you know make like I know I'm vaccinated. My wife's vaccinated, but I, I will wear my mask it's in just that like, in that environment. You know. People got fucking measles at Disneyland. You know what I mean? That's a little tough, yeah. Like, Plus, kids know. are kids are germy, man. Yeah, like, kids are disgusting. Touching everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, it's it's tough. I don't know. Kids are nasty. Yeah. No, I agree. But, but again, living in fear. And I don't want. I do don't want to do that. No. Oh, uh, I agree, hundred percent. And I I want to see. I really want to like again, dude. I love Star Wars. Like I straight up, I I love Star Wars. And I have not seen Star Wars Land, and I would oh, really yes. like to. Yeah, I um, would very much like to. I will send you photos. Yeah, like, Dude. like, like my wife is not happy that I'm getting ready to spend two hundred and fifty dollars on a custom lightsaber. Oh, dude. But I'm getting ready to spend two hundred fifty. Only two fifty, dude. Come on. Only two fifty. Like I'm going. I'm like I'm like going the cheap route. That's but fine. like. But you still get to stand in the know. room at the table with the parts in front of you and put it together. Yeah. Like I mean, as a guy who owns. A couple lightsabers <laughs> um, made out of aircraft aluminum with, you know, high end soundboards and stuff like that in them. Like, again, top shelf nerd stuff. Yeah. Um, I I do every one I have physically seen and or touched that has come from Disneyland is awesome. Yeah. So, I have to. Yeah. I, have I, to, yeah. I, think. I support your decision. Oh, I support your poor choice in spending and of money. My wife That's was fine. like, where are you going to put it? <laughs> Where wouldn't I put it? Yeah, I'll exactly. put it. In, I'll hang it in the living room if I, I wanted to. Hey, yeah, dude. Like, yeah, <laughs> hang it in the living room. Nightlight, dude. While that, right while next that to the is bed. Yeah. while that is shining bright as we're watching TV, yeah. I will have my Infinity Gauntlet mug. Yeah, uh, and and drinking my exactly. Drink. I'm gonna put it right next to the bed in case <laughs> any intruder comes in. They're losing a limb. You know what I mean? This is for protection. Plain and simple. Who needs a gun when you have a lightsaber? Yeah. Oh exactly. man, this was uh, this was awesome, dude. Yeah, I miss this. Uh, Same. All right, this was this was great, dude. I I enjoyed it. This was awesome. I I appreciate you having me back, dude. Yeah, we're back. We we are back. We got some honestly. We got some good stuff for you guys. Uh, we yeah. hinted at some things uh, while we were talking uh, through throughout this episode. Uh, I think you guys are gonna be really excited about these future episodes. Yeah. Um. I like really excited. Like Jeff's got a lot to say about uh, what you see on the internet. So just. <laughs> Just know, I do. Good stuff is yeah, coming. I just, I want y'all to know that <laughs> Skynet is one hundred percent self-aware. <laughs> like that's not, it's not a movie anymore. Good stuff yeah. is coming, man. Uh, man, this was this was so fun. Uh, I appreciate you, man. Uh, thank you for for 
getting us back together, getting yeah, the dude. band back together. I'm happy. Uh, to you guys, to the listeners, um, we promised that at some point in life, uh, actually, I'll scratch that. Maybe we'll do video uh, if we ever feel like it. it it's so. coming, man. It's coming. I just, you know. He says it's coming, but honestly, at this point, we just don't <laughs> feel like it. We, it's true. We just really don't feel like it. So continue listening to us on your yeah. drives to work um, because our, voice have, our voices have gotten uh, a lot more uh, soother, right? Yeah. Uh, a little bit sexier. Uh, I like to think that sometimes I sound like Barry White, yeah. um, and it just sounds good to your ears. I see the so, parallels, for sure. <laughs> th- yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, so, no, uh, awesome. Thank you guys for listening, man. We got some great stuff for you guys. Um, remember, we're back. Go tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your uh, your mom's boyfriend. Tell your mom's boyfriend's boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> we, we got some good stuff. So, uh, awesome, guys. Thank you so much. Peace.